Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, um, it just continues, continues to deteriorate under this mess. The inflation number just came out year over year. An astonishing 9.1%. I say astonishing year over year inflation, 9.1%. And I use that word deliberately because even some of the worst estimates by banks who their job is literally to predict inflation and financial conditions, even some of the worst estimates were not this bad. Time for it's an early, it's early. We haven't even got to anything. It's time for the let's go, Brandon Cowbell again. Yeah. Joe Biden, a unique metastasizing rot in politics like we've never seen in U.S. history. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. The show is stacked today. I also have the most important article of the day by Dick Morris. Yes, former advisor to Bill Clinton. It's about Donald Trump, 2024, and it explains everything. And I mean everything. No more delays. Let's get right to it. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. All right, Joe, let's go. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Dude, dude, uh-huh, it's yeah. Ba- this guy, he is a uniquely destructive force. I have never seen anything like it. I'm <laughs> no. going to get to that. Yeah. I promise. I'm going to get to the inflation number. Just popped a little while ago before we came on the air. But I wanted to get to the most important article of the day. It's by Dick Morris. Um, oh, the article is, a, uh, it's, it's a quote of Dick Morris. It's by Paul Bedard in Washington Examiner. Be in my newsletter today. Please read it. Bongino.com slash newsletter. It explains everything. It explains, let me just, let me distill this down to an easily digestible food nugget for you here. Everything the Democrats are doing right now at the national level, and I mean everything, is viewed through one lens and one lens only. Please pay attention to this. You may say, well, it's viewed through, uh, hey, is this policy going to help us get reelected or not? No, you'd be wrong. That's not the lens. The lens they view everything they do at the national level through right now is does this hurt Donald Trump or not? Take a second with that because I want you to tattoo that on your cerebral cortex, your frontal lobe. Please. You will understand everything the Democrats are doing if you understand that one thing. Everything they do in D.C. right now is viewed through, does this hurt Trump or not? If it hurts Trump, do it. If it doesn't hurt Trump, don't do it. Why? Because they are terrified of Trump 2.0 coming back and running in 2024. Now, Dick Morris, who is a Democrat advisor to Bill Clinton, but is a, regardless of your personal feelings, is a brilliant political analyst. I'm trying to get him on my radio show. Brilliant. He's the one that got Bill Clinton to leave office even after the, you know what I'm saying, Joe? Joe knows what it means. Again, everyone else is for 18 or older. Even after the, in the Oval Office, he left office with a 60% approval rate. And that was because of Dick Morris. So when Dick Morris talks, you should listen. I'm going to get to the article about him in a second. But first, now you'll understand. 
Why everything they do is because Dick Morris is saying if Trump runs, he'll probably win again. Here's why. This is why the Democrats do everything through the lens of does this hurt Trump? Here's what I mean. Listen to Liz Cheney talk about it herself. Check this out. I uh, will do uh, everything I can to ensure uh, that uh, the former president never again gets anywhere near the Oval Office. We have seen the danger uh, that he continues to provoke with his language. Uh, We have seen his lack of commitment and dedication to the Constitution. Uh, And I think it's very important that we make sure whomever we elect is somebody who will be faithful to the Constitution. Okay, she's just saying it. She's not hiding it. She's not being cryptic about it. Now, you may say fairly enough, I know you guys are thinking, Dan, you said everything that Democrats do is to keep Trump out of office. Does this hurt or not hurt Trump? Exactly. The Democrats who, Joe, you've been following politics as long as I have, who hated with a white hot level of rage, the Cheney family hated. Yeah. Hated them more so than, but just, just put in a search engine, Cheney, Halliburton, Cheney, war criminal. Just put it in there and read with a white hot rage passion, hated the entire Cheney family are willing to use this useful idiot who realized that her political aspirations were over so decided she could lobby for a job at MSNBC by going anti-Trump. They are even willing to surgically attach their lips to the ass of Liz Cheney, someone they hated with a passion to get Trump, to to keep Trump from running again. Do you understand everything they were doing, including the January 6th committee? It's also why people on the January 6th committee are willing to completely debase and humiliate themselves, knowing videos are out there of them questioning elections. They're willing to do this just because it hurts Trump. Understanding people like me are going to go find this stuff. Jamie Raskin, Democrat loser, congressman from Joe State of Maryland, uh, a total zero and a life loser, a man who has no value added to society whatsoever. Jamie Raskin said yesterday during the January 6th Inquisition Star Chamber that again went nowhere. He suggested yesterday... Man, this is unprecedented in American history, this questioning election stuff. Uh, it is, because this looks like Jamie Raskin questioning an election. I'm, I'm just checking. Check this out. Uh, I have an objection because 10 of the 29 electoral votes cast by Florida were cast by electors not lawfully certified because they violated Florida's prohibition against dual office holding. Yeah, it looks like uh, Jamie Raskin questioning an election cell. But again, Jamie Raskin, who, you know, his capacity for self-humiliation is great, doesn't care. He knows if he claims this is unprecedented, even though the precedent is set by Jamie Raskin in a prior election questioning elections. He knows if he does that, he'll make Trump look like a uniquely awful human being. Let's get to the Dick Morris article. No more delays. Paul Bedard, Washington Examiner. You got to read this piece. I'm telling you, folks, regardless of your feelings about Dick Morris, when he speaks, you should listen. The man knows of what he speaks. Bedard had an interview with him. Apparently, he's got a book coming out about Donald Trump. The Democrats have single-handedly nailed their political future to this demographic destiny argument. Pay close attention here. That white white school-educated, high school-educated voters, uh, Hispanic Americans, uh, excuse me, college-educated voters, that the Hispanic Americans, minorities, and younger voters were going to be their coalition moving forward. Trump destroys all of this. Quote from the Bedard article about why Dick Morris thinks Trump is the single greatest threat to the Democrats' future. Trump's political powers rooted in his unique ability to attract, as no other American political figure can, two key groups of swing voters who became part of his core constituency. 
white high school educated voters and Hispanic American patriots, said Dick Morris, laying out another element of his upcoming campaign strategy. Can Trump win? Not only can he win, he will win. And nobody else can, Dick Morris said. As surely as he was our 45th president, he will be our 47th as well, wrote Morris. This is it, folks. This is why the Democrats are doing everything they can, debasing themselves, kissing Liz Cheney's ass, doing whatever they can policy-wise to hurt Trump. This is why they are doing this. Their future, their entire future, the Democrat Party's national aspirations are bedrocked in three core constituencies. You need to understand this. Women voters, young voters, and minority voters. There is only one candidate right now in the Republican Party who has a track record of attracting two of those three. Not so great amongst women voters. I get that. Facts matter. Young voters and minority voters, nobody, nobody out there right now has a track record of bringing them in like Donald Trump. And the Democrats are afraid that Donald Trump running again and winning and transforming the country in a more liberty oriented conservative direction will change younger voters and minority voters forever. And the Democrats will be finished. You doubt me? You should. Doubt's healthy. I appreciate doubt. It requires me to do my homework. Unlike media people who want you to sit there like useful idiots and say, just take my word for it. I'm going to censor my opposition. I ask that you doubt and do your own homework because we always, always produce the facts and the receipts to back it up. Here's Dick Durbin himself, prominent Democrat senator from Illinois, far left radical, on the House floor not long ago. Talking about how the Democrats' future is all based in demographics. Note, he doesn't talk about policy. He talks about all demographics. This is all they have. And Trump is their only obstacle, as they see it, to their demographic destiny. This is their line. Check this out. The demographics of America are not on the side of the Republican Party. The new voters in this country are moving away from them, away from Donald Trump, away from their party creed that they preach. And instead, they're moving to be independents or to even vote on the other side. Folks, this is all they have. This is all they have. Now, remember how I opened this segment. You've got to understand every single thing they do in Washington, D.C. right now has nothing to do with policy and everything to do with this one lens. Does A hurt Donald Trump? Does B hurt Donald Trump? C, do you go through the whole alphabet? If the whole alphabet policy prescriptions do not hurt Donald Trump, they won't waste political capital on it. If it does, they will. Hence this appearance last night by Molly Hemingway, the great Molly Hemingway on Tucker Carlson's show. She was talking last night about something we remember, guys, we addressed this on the show a couple months ago. The Democrats now are pushing through the Biden administration because they can't get national election, federal election takeovers. Remember HR1? It was their first priority when they got in. Right. Because they understand Donald Trump is probably going to get a historic number of votes if he runs again. They know it. So the only way they think they can win is if they rig the rules at the federal level and make it easier to cheat. So they tried to pass HR1, which would make it easier to cheat put obstacles in front of voter ID and common sense measures. The Republican stance is simple. 
Elections should be very easy to vote in and very difficult to cheat in. Period. Nothing else. The Democrat stance is simple. Elections should be very easy to vote in and very easy to cheat in. That's it. Those are the two scenarios. Because they are so afraid in a free and fair election of Donald Trump winning again, the Democrats have put all their eggs in reforming elections. Reforming, using air quotes, right? And taking them over federally. They couldn't do it. They couldn't get it through. Because the federal takeover likely was unconstitutional and they just didn't have the votes. So now they're doing this using the federal bureaucracy. It's a story I warned you about. A story the Biden administration is desperate to cover up. How they're using the federal bureaucracy and its interface with American citizens. Whether it's benefits, federal benefits, when you meet the bureaucracy. They're going to use it to push their version of what they call like election management or whatever. Listen to this. Check this out. President Biden issued an executive order telling all 600 federal agencies to submit plans about how they could engage in a federal takeover of elections. You might remember that when Democrats took control of the Senate and the White House, they had uh, their signature legislation was a federal takeover of, of election administration. Now, they failed to do that. This appears to be something of a backup plan where they can get involved in all sorts of election-related activities using the bureaucracy. And there are so many problems with this. I mean, first and foremost, it's unconstitutional. The Constitution is very clear that it is given to state legislatures to handle election administration in their states. It's also really unethical. I mean, you noted that people are desperately trying to find out exactly what these plans are and they're not being given details, but details are starting to come out. And it appears that at that point where government benefits meet with the people, they are taking advantage of that opportunity, you know, whether it's a homeless shelter or whether it's food distribution programs or health programs as a way to do this federal overtaking of election administration. Ladies and gentlemen, this is totally unethical. And as Molly said, likely unconstitutional. The idea that there would even be a wink and a nod that in order to get benefits, that you should register to vote and that the current administration is a Democrat one. By the way, I would, I would object to this if it was a Republican either. And that people may be confused and think in order to get those benefits when they register, they should check Democrat instead and vote Democrat is unquestionably immoral and unethical. But when you view it through the only lens that matters... Does... Forget about ethics. That's not the Democrats. Are ethics. Democrats don't care about ethics. Ethics... like. <laughs> Ethics. That's, that's really funny. That reminds me of Jim Moore. Playoff? Playoffs? Playoffs? Ethics? Yeah. No. It stopped. They think it may stop Donald Trump. Period. They think it may stop the hemorrhage of minority voters and younger voters. People who are poor. That's why they're doing it. They think they can wink and nod at, 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 at interface points between the bureaucracy and the people to get them to register. Come on. Here's another story proving my point again. Everything is viewed from the lens of how to stop Trump. Bolchko, also known as Politico, Zach Montalaro. Election officials fear copycat attacks as in insider threats loom. Insider threats. Again, I read this headline. I instantly knew what this is about. They're again terrified that Trump may win a free and fair election. Horrified and it'll destroy their party for decades. So they have to stop him. So Democrats who have seemingly have no problem 
with elections that are easy to cheat. And if not, they would just support voter ID and basic security measures are now trying to preempt election reviews in advance if there are problems here from Politico. Some officials noted that locals, local authorities have, in the course of trying to reassure people who have doubts about election systems, accidentally created security threats by granting access to outsiders. Oh, oh, you reading that like I am? It goes on. Officials say that simply, uh, simply the act of turning over unfettered machine access to even well-intentioned outsiders could compromise election equipment and would likely lead to voting equipment being decertified. Oh, did you get it? Did you get it? You reading that? You guys get you know, Everybody picking up what I'm putting yeah. down here? So the Democrats are doing the dipsy-do on election review. Yes, that rhymes. It's unintentional. You know the dipsy-do. What the Democrats are trying to say is, listen, if there's some shady shenanigans in elections, the idea that we would let a third party review it could open up the machines to shady shenanigans by the third party. So we should really stop that in advance so the shady shenanigans can continue. You got to learn how to read this stuff. Every single time they are trying to preempt any conservative or Republican who senses there may have been an issue from even requesting access to machines or anything else by saying, oh, no, 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 we've tried that. Granting access creates its own problems. We'd have to decertify so we can't do that. They, every single time, viewed through the lens of how to stop Donald Trump. Trump's big problems for them, folks. All right, I got a lot more to get to, including Dear Dems. I've got news for the turkey hunters in our audience. Spring's around the corner, and if you're gearing up for a successful season, you're going to need a couple of things. One of those things is the single-shot turkey camo 12-gauge shotgun made by Henry Repeating Arms. Let's say you're out in the field and you've managed to call a turkey in a range, and now it's time to make your shot count. And you can do that with a Henry shotgun because they're reliable and accurate right out of the box, especially with the turkey choke tube that's included. And if the fully adjustable fiber optic sights aren't enough, it's easy to mount a red dot since it's already drilled and tapped. Henry's shotguns, rifles, and revolvers are made in America with the quality craftsmanship that Henry's are famous for. And you'll get a lifetime warranty and a 100% satisfaction guarantee that protects your purchase for generations to come. Make sure you go to their website. It's henryusa.com and order their free catalog. They'll mail it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and free decals. You're going to love these firearms, and you're going to love this company. Omaha Steaks. We love Omaha Steaks. Tony's getting a little jealous uh, because he hasn't gotten his Omaha Steaks burgers. Omaha, we got to take care of Tone. Big Tone. Hook the hook a brother up. The Omaha Steaks semi-annual sale is here. Get 50% off site-wide. Save on mouth-watering favorites today. Go to omahasteaks.com. Shop the semi-annual sale where you can load up on all the delicious flavor you, flavor you crave at half the price. And when you use my promo code Bongino at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. Say big on delicious, tender, juicy steaks, big, beefy burgers, and uh, all, all kinds of delicious food. So much more there. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. Endless flavor, endless value. With every purchase is backed by their unconditional money-back guarantee because the food's amazing. That's why. Simply go to omahasteaks.com. Shop the semi-annual sale today. Don't forget to use the promo code Bongino at checkout and get an extra $30 off your order. Hurry, because this deal won't last long. Kickstart your spring grilling today. That's omahasteaks.com, promo code Bongino at checkout. Minimum purchase and restrictions may apply. Visit omahasteaks.com for details. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. Dear Dems, please, I am a, please, I'm on bended knee, please. 
I'm begging you in 2022 and 2024 to run on this men can get pregnant line. But I'm begging you as a, as a friend, as a friend to you, please run on this. Here, again, this is the kind of thing you say to yourself, can a party be this stupid? And the answer is yes, yes, they can be this stupid, okay? They are obsessed with the idea that somehow men can get pregnant. Now, stop laughing for a second. They are dead serious about this. This was an exchange yesterday. You may have seen it, but it's important. It's important for a reason I'll get to after this. I want you to listen to it first. This is UC Berkeley. <laughs> UC Berkeley, that's half the joke. UC Berkeley professor, Kariah Bridges, who is uh, talking with Senator Josh Hawley, a great Republican senator, who asked a very simple question, a biological question, and she pulls the, your transphobic card, which is candidly hilarious how desperate she is to pull this. I want you to watch this. And then goes to the violence card too, which is weird because the Democrats can call Trump a fascist when he gets a million death threats because of it, that doesn't cause violence, but everything else does. Here, watch. Your view is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing that. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide. So I think it's important. Because of my line of questioning? Because so we can't talk about it? Because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist. I'm it's denying that dangerous. trans people exist by asking Are you? you if you're talking Are you? about women Are you? having pregnancies. Do you believe that the, uh, men can get pregnant? No, I don't think <laughs> so. You are denying that trans people like this thing. And that leads to violence. Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you Absolutely. or are they also treated like this? Where no, no, no. They're, they're, they're told allowed that to they're at opening up people to oh, violence. We have a good time in my class. You should join. Oh, I bet. You might learn a lot. Wow. I, I would learn a lot. I've learned you, a lot. I just know. In this exchange. Absolutely. Extraordinary. Yep. Oh my gosh, Democrats, oh. I am begging you to please make this woman, Kyra oh. Bridges, please make her the face of your upcoming campaign. Oh. Every Republican in the country, whether you like Hawley or don't, should put that exchange in a campaign ad and say, this is what's coming for you in 2022 if you vote Democrat. A condescending, egomaniac professor, an anti-science, a, a completely discredited hack suggesting to a U.S. senator why she condescendingly lectures him that men can get pregnant. And if he doesn't agree, he's somehow transphobic and pretending trans people don't exist. Please run that ad everywhere in the country of this woman. Please. I'm, I, I assure you, everywhere outside of San Francisco, Chicago, and maybe Manhattan, you will pick up five or six election points just running that spot alone. Now, why is this important? Obviously, because of the outrageousness of it. The woman just humiliated herself. And, and by the way, the Democrats were, Democrats love this. Folks, they love this. Why? Because of the golden rule, right? We think Democrats are people with bad ideas. Democrats think we're bad people with ideas. They want you hurt. And they love the idea that this cocky, arrogant snob of a professor who's just in this condescending tone addressing the senator this way, right? Telling him what a transophobia is, which was a total insult. You know, my humble opinion, Josh Hawley should have come back. I like Josh Hawley, but with a, how dare, how dare you 
How dare you come up here on Capitol Hill and accuse me of hate? You, the party of the Berkeley left-wing nut calling conservatives. How dare, that's what should have happened there. This disgraceful, disgraceful interchange. And by the way, UC Berkeley professor Kiara Bridges is a total fraud herself, as Abigail Anthony notes at National Review. All these articles be in my newsletter. You can read them yourself. Apparently, Professor Bridges herself, her views on the subject evolved recently. Since in a 2020 Law Review article about pregnancy, Ms. Bridges, the same professor, used the word woman 45 times and woman, plural, 349 times. Abigail notes Bridges' testimony on Tuesday argues that failure to recognize the gender spectrum, even in sex-specific contexts, is, quote, transphobic and incites violence against transgender people. Yet her own scholarship, Joe attributes pregnancy to women and fails to recognize transgender and non-binary people. Isn't that really, really weird? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Justin said it right. She's got the current thingism. It's the current thing, fellas. Yes, Everybody sir. Can we support the current? Yeah, she's got current thingism. All right. Please, he can't believe she's a phony. He can't. He's never seen this before with the left. This is his first time. He's like, I've never seen. I'm stunned. I can't believe this is happening. Please run on this, Democrats. Please, I'm begging you to make Professor Bridges the face of your campaign. Please do it. Folks, this is the first time in my 47 years on the planet I've seen the culture wars turn dramatically in favor of the Republicans. By the way, these are culture wars brought on us by the left, not the other way around. Make no mistake. This is the first time in my lifetime in 47 years I've seen the culture wars turn so dramatically in the Republicans' favor. The Democrats used to be better at this. How they think this interaction yesterday helps them with middle America Union workers, coal miners, farmers who are being told they're hateful transophobes. If they don't acknowledge that men can get pregnant, how you think this helps you is, is just the peak of political malpractice. You should be arrested for political malpractice. Kidding, I'm not a liberal. Liberals would consider that. Here's another video Libs of TikTok put out there showing you how crazy things have got. This is from Clay County. It's a parent who objects to one of these sexual books in his child's school library. So he goes up to speak in front of Clay County School District. Again, this is why the culture wars are blowing up in the Democrats' faces. They love this stuff. Sex in schools, sex for kindergartners, sex for everyone. He's just going to read what's already in the kid's school. And the school board member shuts his mic off, melts down, and says, listen, we can't read this stuff. This could be like... Sexually explicit kids could hear it. <laughs> this really happened. Check this out. Tonight, I'm going to give a sampling from three books that are in our libraries, the Fleming School and the Oakleaf School. And then we can discuss, you can discuss the process by which these books get on the shelves. Because there's a Clay County employee that got paid to put this book, Lucky, by Alice Sebold. <clears throat> I'm going to read things if there's children watching. Cover their ears. He began to. I'm going to stop you right there, sir. I'm going to stop you right there. Turn the microphone off. Turn off his microphone, please. I've told you I'm stopping you. The reason I'm stopping you is because these meetings are 
If you'll hush your mouth for a minute and listen instead of just talking, you merely learn something. It's safe enough for our school. Man. So we have K- Professor Bridges speaking to Josh Hawley in a just disgraceful, despicable manner, accusing him of transphobia. We now have a Clay County school board official telling a parent, I, I just while I was writing this down, quote, hush your mouth. Folks, please, please, please show up in 2022 and the Democrats, please run on this stuff. First time in my lifetime, the culture wars have completely blown up and exploded in your face. Let me get to my next sponsor. I want to tell you something else I need you to run on too. We had an appearance yesterday. I've been, I've been a, I, I haven't been really addressing this topic, been avoiding it a little bit over the last few years because you're, you're totally overwhelmed with it and a lot of people have moved on, me included. But there is an election coming up and I want the Democrats to run on this stuff too. Please, vaccine mandates and vas- mask mandates, please keep it up. It's working so well for you. We'll get them next time, fellas. Keep this up too. That's coming up next. Important stuff here. Big show today. You ever wondered what happened to legendary Chuck Norris, the action star, world champion, black belt, and U.S. veteran? Well, I saw a video he made. I was shocked. He's in his 80s. He's still kicking butt, working out. He looks amazing. He stays active. I mean, a guy looks like he's in his 40s. What's even more shocking is he's stronger, can work out longer, and he has plenty of energy left over, keeping him sharp and focused. Chuck Norris is able to do all this because he made a simple change. It makes him and his family feel great. He made a special short video, explains everything easily to you. Make sure you check it out today. By going to chuckdefense.com slash Bongino could change the way you think about health. That's chuckdefense.com slash Bongino or text Bongino to 511-511. You won't believe how simple it is. Be prepared to be amazed. The guy seriously looks incredible. That's chuckdefense.com slash Bongino or text Bongino to 511-511. Message and data rate supply. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. The product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Here's a hint that involves this stuff. It's really good. So, dear Dems, don't only run on the culture wars, run on this too. Dr. Fauci popped up again in the media yesterday. You notice he has been conspicuously quiet. We haven't seen a lot of Dr. Fauci. We have not seen a lot of the angry doc. We haven't seen that. So he popped up yesterday and finally... After being told you'll be fired if you don't get the vaccine, that the, being told that the vaccine would prevent transmission, being told you're anti-science if you want to wait to see where the long-term data on the vaccine appears. After we were told we were all theorists and nuts and wackadoodles for saying, eh, maybe I want to sit back and see where the science goes with this stuff. Fauci goes on Neil Cavuto yesterday and finally admits what we've known all along that the vaccine is an individual decision, not a community decision, because it doesn't do a particularly good job preventing community transmission. Sounds like the reason they use for the mandate, right? It's community health, is it? Here, listen to Fauci. One of the things that's clear from the data, that even though vaccines, because of the high degree of transmissibility of this virus, don't protect overly well, as it were, against infection, they protect quite well against severe disease leading to hospitalization and death. And I believe that's the reason, Neil, why at my age, being vaccinated and boosted, even though it didn't protect me against infection, I feel confident that it made a major role in protecting me from progressing to severe disease. Listen, that's great. I'm glad he's confident of that. That's fantastic. Good for you, Doc. 
But that's not the reason to institute a vaccine mandate where people were fired. I'm in an ongoing war with my radio syndicator over this. People were humiliated. People were banned from social media. People were fact-checked by fake pseudoscience losers from like health feedback and other sites for suggesting the obvious. That if the vaccine, like we were told in the beginning, stops transmission of the virus, the money ball rule, right? If he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? If it stops transmission, then why doesn't it stop transmission? And we were silenced. So now their entire premise for instituting a mandate where people were lost their jobs because it was going to help the community has completely collapsed. If what Fauci's saying is correct and turns out long run to be scientifically sound, that it mitigates some of the symptoms and prevention of death, great. It's an individual health decision we'll all have to make. But it's not a community one. And it never was. So I'm telling you, Democrats, Fauci and others, I don't know the man's political affiliation. I can only speculate. Please run on this again, your vaccine mandates. You may say, nah, Dan, that's way behind the mandates, mask mandates and vaccine mandates. Ha! Sorry you thought that. NBCLA, look at the date. Look at the date. Today's date, Joe, Wednesday, July 13th, correct? Yep. That's a yes. Thank you. This is July 12th, which would be, by my calculations, Joe, the very advanced, that would be yesterday. July 12th, 2022. (laughs) Here's NBCLA. Return of the mask mandate appears imminent in L.A. County. Here's what to expect. Bringing it back again. Came in this morning. We're going through the rundown of the show. Guy's like, well, get them next time. That mask mandate. Masks have done nothing. Every single outbreak. Omicron, Delta, original variant, BA4, BA5, ABCD, 26.2. Every single iteration of this virus has resulted in the same thing. A peak, a trough, a peak, a trough, a peak, a trough. We could make a song out of it every single time. We could call that science. And every time they keep going to the same damn thing. Back mandate, mask mandates. You keep it up. You keep jamming this crap down people's throats. Masks and vaccines over and over again, despite zero evidence whatsoever. You've done a damn thing to stop the spread of this virus. And you watch what happens. Please, please. Please run on this. Please run on the economy, too, by the way. It's been just a doozy. Gee, can you throw up a headline? You'll see it right here, although I don't see it in the show. Can you just throw up a headline about the inflation number? I don't care where you get it. In Washington Examiner or something. 9.1%. You'll be seeing it on the screen. I don't. But because it happened right before we got on the air, sorry to add to your post-production horrors there. But uh, 9.1% inflation year over year just announced today. Ladies and gentlemen, the worst number again we've seen in 40 years, surpassing the last time it was the worst number in 40 years, which was when, Joe? Last month, where it was the worst in 40 years. Mm -hmm. Now it's the, Joe, worstest in 40 years. It may be next month the worstest, worstier number in 40 years, as the worstest keeps getting getting surpassed. This is like a suck for... What? Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, let's go. Sorry. Two times in the same show. Thank you. This is uh, this is like a suck fest Olympics where every month Biden's in an Olympics of suck saying, how do we suck worse than last month? And he continues to win. This guy's the gold medal winner in suck, folks. This is only going to get worse. 
Now, this was all part of the plan for a very long time. You you don't believe me? Now, the political ramifications of inflation, the Democrats hate, and they'll try to get away from. But I can prove to you they want this. It's very simple, man. This is so simple. How can I prove to you they want this inflation? We now know that inflation is a result of printing a bunch of money we didn't have to to, to, uh, uh, to chase more products, period. We spent money we didn't have. That's what causes inflation. Stop. That's where it ends. If the Democrats had any desire to stop this, they would stop printing money we don't have to pay for stuff we can't afford. Biden's pushing for this Build Back Better plan again to spend more money we don't have. Folks, I'm telling you, listen to me, please, please. This is all part of their plan. Why would they want inflation? They're scared of the political headlines. They're not scared of what they're doing. Because, folks, they want to monetize the debt. Please look it up in a search engine. It's an important topic. Folks, the only way to get rid of our $30 trillion debt is to do what they call monetizing, it, which is to make the $30 trillion debt worth nothing. How do you make it worth nothing? You deface the dollar. You debase the dollar, more precise term. You, you will deface it, but you'll, you have to debase the dollar. What debases the dollar's value? Inflation. They love this. And the best way to keep the inflation going is digital payments. Oh, conveniently, Newsbusters has a piece from just the other day, July 11th. Liberal billionaire Bill Gates, vaccine guy, urges governments to invest in Orwellian digital payment and ID systems. That's <laughs> if on cue. Isn't that weird? Why would digital payments aid monetizing the debt? Because, folks, one of your weapons against negative interest rates, interest rates that keep falling and falling and falling, the government keeps pushing negative interest rates, which is what caused a lot of this inflation, making money easy to get, is taking your money out of the bank so you don't lose it. How can you not take money out of the bank if there is no cash money and there's only digital payments? They want to watch you, too. Not only do they want to monetize the debt, they want to be able to watch you with digital payments. Bill Gates and others apparently love that idea. And by the way, with stories like this popping up, you should be extremely concerned about who's watching you where and why. Politico, Biden's spyware conundrum on Mideast trip. Remember Pegasus? I know Joe. Oh, Pegasus. yeah. Pegasus is a uh, NSO is a company that produced Pegasus. I'm not mad at them for doing this, by the way. Tech companies are going to invent, invent tech products. This is, I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm a capitalist. If it has a purpose, it has a purpose. I'm just telling you, everything has a purpose, and sometimes those things can be used for evil. You can run someone over with a tractor trailer. It doesn't mean the tractor trailer is evil. It means they used it for an evil purpose. Now, the Biden administration has pledged to crack down on spyware companies, political notes, and foreign companies that deploy it to snoop. Officials are especially concerned about spyware from Israeli company NSO Group which a joint investigation by the Guardian and other media groups alleged is used by the Saudi government. What's NSO and Pegasus? Folks, it's one of the most dangerous products out there right now. Again, it's not not illegal, at least, in some of these countries. And I'm not suggesting tech companies don't use this kind of stuff. What I'm suggesting is it can be used by governments, as is being alleged uh, by, by many. It can be used by governments. It is no-click spyware. What is no-click spyware, Pegasus? It's me sending you Pegasus by a text. And all you do is open the text. You have to click on nothing. Do you understand what that means? 
That means if I get your cell phone number or your email, I can hijack your phone and everything in it. You still like the idea of digital payments? Stories are all tied together. Uh, folks, if I may, I have one simple request too. I'm sorry, before I get to the next story, this horrifying video out of Uvalde. I got to get to that. I got a loaded show in the remaining 20 minutes. Um, we've been working really hard. You know, I hate unnecessary plugs and stuff, but I really need your help. We have been building out a parallel economy, and one of the components of it is payment processing online. If you're using Stripe right now and others, uh, Stripe is a history of canceling people for their political ideas. We have a company that's exploding right now. It's at ParallelEconomy.com, ParallelEconomy.com. With humility, again, and respect for you in the audience, I would deeply appreciate if you consider using us for your online payment processing, ParallelEconomy.com. We've had just the growth. Word must be spreading like wildfire. ParallelEconomy.com. Dump Stripe. Join us today. I really appreciate it. Just wanted to throw that in there. It's been a while. So thank you for your support. The company's just blowing up. All right. Um, I want to get to this coming up next. This is going to be a tough story to talk about. Uh, it's really horrifying video that's emerged out of Uvalde. And I want you to remember, uh, this is my security has been my space in the past. There is no school I know of in modern security and law enforcement that teaches law enforcement to wait outside in an active shooter scenario and let the shooter kill people. The video that emerged is horrifying. I'm gonna, so I'm just let me prepare you now. I'm going to play it coming up. I got that. And then uh, Biden getting really touchy about something. Do you know that studies show that high blood pressure is the number one risk factor for mortality? And one in two adults have high blood pressure? That's a 50-50 chance you're a walking time bomb. But you, not Big Pharma, can take control of your blood pressure with the help of 120 Life. 120 Life is a blend of great tasting superfruit juices and it's formulated with ingredients that have been shown to naturally help control high blood pressure and are endorsed by thousands of health professionals. Try it yourself, risk-free, with their two-week trial pack. Go to 120life.com and use the code DAN to save 15% receive free shipping. They're so sure that 120 Life can noticeably lower your blood pressure in two weeks that they'll give you your money back if you're not satisfied. You got nothing to lose but those high blood pressure numbers. Go to 120life.com, that's 120life.com, and use code DAN to save 15%. This is serious. It's your life we're talking about. 120 Life can help you. These statements have not been approved by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Needed a breather before this one. This is tough. So... I don't, I don't, again, I don't know how to describe this video, folks. I'm sorry. I'm just a human being. I'm a parent, too. I'm obviously mortified, horrified. This video that's emerged out of the Uvalde school shooting that the Austin statesman uh, has got a hold of a, a news outlet over there. I want you to watch this. Uh, you, it's, again, this is tough to watch. You're going to hear some, if you're listening on audio only, you're going to hear the, the audio is not great. It's about a minute, so forgive me, but you need to hear it, too. You're going to see, if you're watching here, this, the, uh, the school attacker enter in the back door. You're going to see a little kid sees him, runs away. He goes in the classroom. You're then going to hear gunshots. You're then going to hear a bunch of police officers outside for a minute plus, and nobody goes into the classroom and stops this guy. Matter of fact, they retreat. Hard to watch, folks. Check this out.
That's um, that's really hard to watch. Now the if you got kids listening, just kind of lower this for about 10 seconds the sounds of the kids screaming as they were murdered has been taken out that's in that actual video in the that what you heard it's been taken out by the austin statesman which i i understand why it adds nothing to the video but more horror folks please watch that video uh today on the video version of the podcast now i want you to look at the timestamp. An hour plus later of the final minutes before the police officers finally go in. I want you to see how many police officers are here. And I want you to, again, look at the timestamp. And I want to keep you to keep this question in your head. Where was the urgency here? Check this out. Listen, I'm really sorry here, uh, you know, that you had to see that. But you got to see it. You got to see it because we can never allow any, like, anything like this to happen again. And anyone on that scene that had tactical, operational, or supervisory control needs to be terminated from their job. I, 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 don't, I don't know any law enforcement officer or friend of mine who would have allowed that to happen. Again, there is not a single instructional model on active shooters I've seen anywhere in the country. If you can show it to me, I'm open to seeing it active right now. That indicates that in an active shooter scenario, no less than a school involving little children that you wait outside till you have tactical team shields and overwhelming manpower before you go in. I've, I've never seen that. I can't even imagine in my prior line of work suggesting that if the president was stuck in a uh, hard room with an armed attacker that you just wait outside for tactical support. The kids are just as important as the president. That's tough to watch. I encourage you strongly to watch the video on Rumble today so you see it for yourself. By the way, we had to cut that. A lot of it, it goes on for, it's, it's even more infuriating. There's a scene you may see that's gone viral. There's one officer who bizarrely goes for the hand sanitizer in the, I, 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 while he's waiting. I don't, I don't even know what disinfected hands have anything to do with this. I, I, don't, I don't understand what he was doing goes for the hand sanitizer while they're sitting outside waiting in the classroom in like a totally nonchalant way. It is the most bizarre. I have never seen anything like this. A message has to be sent. So I'm Monday morning quarterbacking, folks. This is preventing death in the future. There has to be consequences for this. This can never, ever happen again. Now, the Democrats, rather than allowing people to defend their own lives, of course, are trying to use incidents like this and shooting incidents, which are always, of course, tragic. But they're trying to use it, given that they're bad guys, to stop the good guys from protecting themselves with a firearm, which is the most ridiculous counterintuitive strategy I've ever seen. Here's an article at The Hill. Gavin Newsom signs bill allowing gun makers to be sued. Folks, this is very important. 
the Democrats understood a long time ago that process is punishment. Remember it. My buddy Tom Fitton from Judicial Watch, he warned me about this 10 years ago. The Democrats have understood for a long time that the bureaucratic and legal processes can be abused to punish people, whether they can get a law passed about guns or not. Gavin Newsom is not stupid. The far left hair monster from California, governor. The Hill notes that gun manufacturers are typically shielded from civil lawsuits under the 2005, this uh, lawful commerce and arms act, but they can still be held liable for negligence or breach of contract. They are also not the only industry with shield laws. Pharmaceuticals have some too. However, California's new firearm industry responsibility act works within an exemption in the 2005 federal law by allowing lawsuits to proceed if gun makers violate state laws related to the sale and marketing of firearms, according to Newsom's office. What are they really up to here? Folks, they're going to just every single time they can get someone involved uh, in some kind of gun crime or whatever, anytime they can do it to put the gun sale shop, the FFL out of business. They are going to try to find some sale or marketing angle. They took and go, Oh, look, Look, the gun manufacturer can be sued, which will do what? Which will do what? Come on, you guys know. It'll, every gun manufacturer in the United States and around the world is going to say, don't sell in California. Don't sell in California. We don't want to be sued. That's the point. That's the point. It's gun control by proxy. It's de facto gun control and gun confiscation. That's what's happening here. It's right in front of your face. All right, let me move on. I want to end the show with this. You know, on a lighter note, when you meet insecure people, they all have the same characteristics. Reminds me of that book I read, which I love, How to Lose a Million Dollars. Guy says there's a thousand ways to make a million dollars, right? Gold, stocks, business, entrepreneurship, tech, whatever. But there's only one way to lose it. That's not recognizing a sunk cost. Gambling it away, drugs, it's sunk and you just keep piling money in. No, no, the next high, I'll get back to normal, whatever it may be, right? You know, no, no, the next, I'll double down on my stock investment, even though it's losing, right? Now we'll get it all back. There's only one way to lose a million dollars, a sunk cost. The thing with Biden is I've seen these characteristics, just like in financial losers, you see them in life losers too. Joe Biden is a life loser. He is a clearly insecure guy. You see it everywhere with this guy. I, I, I listen. I'm old, I'm broken down, I'm not a tough guy anymore. I might have been mildly tough in my younger age, whatever the stupid definition of that is, but not anymore. But having grown up around the MMA scene, mixed martial arts scene, you meet a lot of genuinely tough guys who are still tough now. They never talk. They don't talk smack about being tough because they don't have, there's nothing to tell you. There's nothing to tell you. They're not insecure about it. You mess with them, you're going to get hurt. They don't need to tell you about it. I have seen guys like Biden my whole life, chumps, cowards, and life losers. They put the aviators on. I'll take Trump on the backside. I'll kick his head. You want a push-up contest? Remember all this? This all things Biden's done. I've never, this, he is character. These are characteristics of every single chump and life loser I've ever seen in my life. Another thing about them is they are so unbelievably insecure that the way to cue them off and set them off is just simply to, uh, to challenge how popular they are because their egos are sensitive. Here's Biden yesterday when a reporter asks him, hey, man, a lot of Democrats may not want you to run. 
watch him just lose. Hey, Jack. He, he always goes. He always uses that word, Jack, too. Jack, that name. Hey, Jack. He's done this before. Check this out. Mr. President, what's your message to Democrats who don't want you to run again? They want me to run. Two thirds say they Read don't. Read the polls. Read the polls, Jack. You guys are all the same. That poll showed that 92 percent of Democrats, if I ran, would vote for me. A majority of Democrats say they don't want you to run again in no, 2024. 92% said if I did, they'd vote for me. That's not what the poll said, folks. They don't want him to run. What the poll said is if he did run and won magically, and you had a choice between him and Trump, which, and even then he only got 92%. 8% of them said even against Trump, I still wouldn't vote for him. And he thinks that's a badge of honor. This is the chump. This is the sign of the chump. This insecure, the fake aviators. I'll take about the bag. You want to do a push-up contest? Hey, Jack. Guy's a total fake and a phony, a pathetic life loser. You know what? I don't want one more. I got to throw this in. Sorry, one more. We'll end the show with this today. You got this John Bolton video? This is by far the craziest video of the day yesterday. Captain Mustache, John Bolton. Captain Mustache is on Jake Tapper's show. And just like blurts this out about his role in international coup d'etats. I'm not kidding. Check this out. Not an attack on our democracy. It's Donald Trump looking out for Donald Trump. It's a once in a lifetime occurrence. I don't know that I agree with you to be to be uh, fair with all due respect. Uh, one doesn't have to be brilliant to attempt a coup. Uh, I disagree with that as somebody who has helped plan coup d'etat. Yeah. Not here, but, you know, other places. Uh, it takes a lot of work. And that's not what he did. It was just stumbling around from one idea to another. Ultimately, he did unleash the rioters at the Capitol. As to that, there's no doubt. But not to overthrow the Constitution, to buy more time to throw the matter back to the states to try and redo the issue. There's, we're all laughing here. Like, listening to Joe said to me today before the show, he goes, Dan, great cuts today. Thank you. <laughs> I woke up very early today. I appreciate you guys cutting them and putting them together. That has got to be the soundbite of a lifetime. This guy who spent decades buried within both the swamp and the federal bureaucracy at the highest levels of national security, national security divide, all this stuff, right? Admits his role in international coup d'etats. As Justin just said, talk about a man with insecurities. He goes on national television and talks about it. That's it. Him and Joe Biden have a lot in common. Captain Mustache. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Hey, if you're into sports, on my radio show later, I've got Ron Guidry, former Cy Young Award winner, Yankees pitcher number 49, Louisiana Lightning, the Gator. I am unbelievably stoked to be on my radio show at 2P if you're listening to it live, Eastern. And uh, thank you again for all the subscriptions to my podcast. You blew us up yesterday. We were number four on the podcast charts on Apple Please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and of course on Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino. We really appreciate it. See you later. You just heard Dan Bongino. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening, wherever you listen.